Good morning, everybody. Another edition of Tea to Green here on WGR. Thanks for joining us. Hope you had a great week. I'm Brian Colzio along with Kevin Sylvester and PGA Pro Jeff Metis. Special shout out to everybody again that are getting all the hard work done. The doctors, the nurses, the first responders, uh, everybody involved, fire, police. Uh, we know this is a tough time for everybody. We uh, appreciate all your efforts. Our job here over the course of the next hour is to entertain you with some golf talk here coming up on Tea to Green. We will get a check of our PGA Tour leaderboard, more PGA schedule news, uh, including an event involving Tiger and Phil and two famous quarterbacks that you'll definitely know. Uh, we'll look at our Ryder Cup report, our tip of the week coming up with Jeff on soft conditions. Uh, also, my conversation coming up with Ryan Hasenauer, the marketing director from Batavia Downs Gaming. Uh, Batavia Downs, a part of our, our majors contest, so we'll get you an update on what's going on with that as the majors have been pushed back in the calendar. Uh, as well as how if you want to get in on some action on some horse races. Those are going on now around the country. He can let you know how all that is going on. But uh, let's say good morning to Kevin first. Kevin, hope you've had a good week so far. Uh, hanging in there, Brian, like everybody else. Um, glad we have golf back, which we'll talk about. But I also want to give a shout out to, uh, you, you mentioned all of our uh, healthcare workers, first responders, but everybody in our supply chain in America for our, our grocery stores, uh, home stores, delivery folks, uh, people working Instacart. I mean, their role has been crucial in what we have going on here. Um, and all you teachers out there, all you teachers out there providing the curriculum that I'm screwing up for my kids. <laughs> Good job, Kevin. Yeah, yeah. It, it takes a special person to be a teacher, as you know, Brian. Um, yeah, you got to really, I don't know if it's loving kids or if you can block the kids out, but uh, <laughs> it's a gift they have that I do not have. I, uh, I love my daughter dearly, but, you know, being confined with her in a house for a while, uh, I can't imagine 30 kids in a classroom for nine months. Can you explain that to me, Brian, how that works? Yeah. Well, I, I will say this. I, I will give the shout out to all the, uh, the elementary teachers. I think they've got the toughest job. I have high schoolers, and I will say that I think, you know, I've got the easier end in terms of the management of them. Uh, now, sometimes the motivation of them, I might have the hardest job, um, but you know, what, what these elementary teachers are doing, I'm watching my son interact with some of his teachers and some of the stuff that they're doing, uh, whether he's playing his trombone to them over a meeting online, uh, or whether, she, you know, his, his English teacher, they're reading stories to one another back and forth, taking a paragraph each. I mean, it, it's really, really great to see all these sort of things that are going on. And uh, the creativity, uh, you know, as we broadcast remotely here on our show, everybody's showing it uh, across Western New York. If, if it's a job that needs to get done, uh, you know, everybody's doing their part. So, yes, uh, kudos to everybody out there that's doing that. Uh, let's start off here with, uh, as we record this show here, uh, as you hear it on a Saturday morning, with some of the news that came down late yesterday uh, about our PGA Tour schedule. So let's get a look here at the PGA Tour leaderboard. And it's brought to you by Callaway Chrome Soft. This ball is different. And by Puma Golf Shoes. Uh, we spent last week talking about the new re revamped schedule that is out. It's still set to start in mid-June at the Colonial. June 8th is the first uh, day of the event there. Uh, but we found out yesterday an event in May looking to be confirmed, broadcast on TNT, free, by the way. Tiger and Phil and also Peyton Manning and Tom Brady, Kev. Uh, talk about grabbing some headliners there. Two Hall of Fame quarterbacks coming to play as well. Yeah, I, I think it's uh, it's cool. Um, you know, we, we had the match uh, when Tiger beat Phil for the, uh, the 10 million. Uh, what was that, two years ago now already? Yeah. Um, or coming up on two years in, in November. And people wanted a rematch. That uh, was cool. But they had to do something different. Um, 
and to have these four icons come together uh, for charity to do this match, uh, pretty cool. Um, it's it's Tiger and Peyton, right, against uh, Phil and Tom Brady. Uh, <laughs> it's pretty cool, right? I mean, it's just the interesting thing is. Um, they're going to have to maintain their distance, you'd have to think, right? Um, the social distance team, when playing the match. So, you know, we're looking for those team conversations uh, and the ribbing. I, you know, I, that's, that to me is the appeal of it uh, more than the match, was the interaction. And that's what we saw that first time. Although when it got down to the nitty gritty, the talking stopped uh, between the competitors. So I'm actually looking forward to see what the talking will be between Brady and Manning uh, you know, in the match together uh, as they go along. And then when we get done those final holes, Jeff, uh, how the talking goes away uh, to finish things off. Yeah, I think I think the novelty of it's what's exciting. And, you know, the, you know what, the situation we're in. Otherwise, you know, I, I think it'd be more fun to watch uh, Tiger and Phil try to play quarterback and then those two guys try to play golf. This reminds me of the uh, one of my least favorite events of the year. I love Pebble Beach, but I hate watching the celebrities play golf on Saturday at Pebble Beach. It's it's one of my worst days of golf. I end up watching it because it's early in the year usually. Um, it's got it's got some – it's kitschy. It'll be fun. It'll be nice, like you say, to hear the quarterbacks and those guys talk. But as far as a golf event, it's it's more of an infotain entertainment event. And it's great. I mean, it's, I'm sure I'll be watching because there's nothing else to do. But um, to me it has – you know, it's just, it's just a fun thing. It's not – I don't even think those guys are going to – I mean, they're going to try because they're competitors. But at the end, like you said, they're going to try to win. But – other than that, it's going to be a very casual, very friendly kind of chop-busting affair, I think. Where, where, did they has, announce where they're going to play it, Brian? Because I know Tom Brady no, just yeah. joined Seminole Golf Club. Uh, Nowhere. The, I did hear – not, not doing it at Seminole. Uh, Michael Collins from ESPN say that he believes it'll be at a course in Florida somewhere. Hmm. Well, maybe in that area or maybe there. Who knows? But Seminole will be great. Yeah. No one ever sees Seminole, and it's such an awesome place. Uh, but there's no way they want that there i'm pretty sure so by the way there is a member of seminal from western new york uh a doctor out there i won't say your name but someone uh told me to reach Kevin, out is this your pitch to, to place yes it is yes it is go ahead it is my pitch i had a connection there but it changed and then they recommended this connection to play seminal and i'm like well i don't even know this person like you know i'm gonna call you out of the blue um, say, hey, so and so told me to. All right, Doc. Him. Well, if you're listening, this is Kevin right here. He's asking to play. So it sounds like something you would actually do, though, Kev. I call him to go. I and I actually know of another member from Western New York uh, who's who's a member at Seminole. Okay. But uh, yeah, so there's there's a call. All right, yeah. Just I'm remember, just... you can fill out. It's you, you can fill out four. So right. I'm I'm willing to be, uh, you know, come with Kevin. He needs. He might need someone to carry his bag or something. And like that, so I'm a great guest for member guest tournaments. I am. You don't have to pay for me. I'm a PGA member. So there goes the green fee. I'll go. Yeah. There you go. All right, perfect. Yeah. We, awesome. we filled out the foursome then. Doc, it's, yeah. it's the three of us and you. So set it up. <laughs> the only reason I bring up Time of your life. Two, two colleagues that I work with on PGA Tour Radio that have played. They're the ones who encourage me. Hey, call. You know, they, they've gone on and played. I'm like, really? And they're like, yeah. But, you know, it doesn't – Jeff, as you know, it doesn't quite work that way unless you're, you know, invited. Yeah. yeah, no doubt. Let me f finish up here. Peyton and, and, and Brady playing. Uh, we all know Peyton Manning's personality has just been is great. I've, I've 
in our quarantine watched a whole bunch of Peyton's Places episodes. Those are really, really good. Uh, if you ever thought about checking those out, I think I, I would recommend them. They're awesome. Uh, but the one episode he's with Brady, he goes to Nance's backyard and they play golf there. It was great. As they pull up to the gate, uh, you know, Manning presses the buzzer because, of course, there's a gate at Jim Nance's house. Why wouldn't he have a gate? Keep people like us out, right? He presses the, presses the gate uh, button and Jim Nance, you know, of, of course, how does he answer the gate? Hello, friends. You know, of course. <laughs> like, so then Peyton says, hey, hey, Jim. He goes, I'm here with Tom to play golf. Can we use your yard? And he goes, Tom Cruise? Yeah, bring him in. Like, right. And of course, Brady, you know, is shaking his head. But just, you know, really funny stuff like that. Um, I think Brady, now that he's not under the Patriot umbrella anymore, I think maybe we'll see him open up a little more personality wise. We already know this week, him and Rob Gronkowski are back now reunited uh, to add another local connection. We know everybody has an opinion on Rob Gronkowski here in Western New York, but uh, the Bucks will certainly get a lot of attention this year. And I think, I think Brady will open up a little bit more. Uh, now that he's so I, I think it'll make for better tv with him um you know maybe not having that uh belichick cloud over his head anymore the best tv would it be if brady had the shanks all day and couldn't hit one square on the club face <laughs> just struggled his way around that's all that, you that's know what, what i'm rooting for do you know what tom brady um you know he had an interview with howard stern he wouldn't come on he refused our interview request on the show but he mm -hmm. went on a howard stern uh, and, and one of the, this is one thing that endeared, endeared him to everybody uh, out there was when he revealed his wife was pissed off at him, right? For not spending enough time. And we, we can all relate to that. Like, wow. Hey, okay. Here's the greatest quarterback of all time who was getting some grief because in the off season, he wasn't uh, doing what he needs to do with his family. So like, I, I think a lot of people are uh, to your point, Brian can relate more now to Tom Brady and may even root for the guy at least now that he's uh, not with the Patriots anymore. Never. Never. <laughs> I, uh, I, I'll, have a le I'll be fine if the, if the Buccaneers has success. Rooting against New England, I think, will be even more fun now because Belichick doesn't have his, his toy around. He doesn't have Brady to run the show. So I'll be, I'll be more – hopefully the Patriots will be down. But so who are we rooting for in this match? Who, I mean, or, or who do we think is going to win? Is it going to be Tiger and Peyton or Brady and Phil? The Vegas line has uh, Brady and uh, or Tiger and Peyton as a slight favorite. Apparently, you can bet on it. So I think it's Peyton, Peyton may be a better golfer than if it's best ball. Then maybe all the best ball with handicap. I don't know. They got to have handicap. Well, yeah. Brady's a pretty good stick too. Like uh, you know, they're they're you know both both very good golfers. I, my bet though is that Peyton plays a lot more golf. He uh, is is one of the co-owners of Sweet um, Sweetens Cove in Tennessee. So my guess, my guess is, and, and of course, Tigers, I think part of the handicapping is Tiger wants revenge on Phil for losing. The interesting thing is Tigers, like a, they're like plus six, those guys, you know, so right. if they're playing me, I'm scratch. I get six shots from Tiger. He's still going to whoop me. But you know, if those guys are 10, they're getting 16 shots or something from Tiger and Phil. So I wonder if they'd actually do it like that. And then the tees and everything. That'd be interesting to see how they work the handicaps and stuff for the match. But, but, but. That's about what would be interesting in watching, obviously, Brady Shank shots all day. Yeah, getting that. Yeah. Absolutely. Head down. Yeah. <laughs> Tita Green here on WGR is presented by the Western New York PGA. Woods to Wedges inside the Whirly Golf Dome. Michelob Ultra, Custom Turf, Jim Beam, and our home clubs, Tantara Golf Club, Briarwood Country Club, and Lancaster Country Club. Uh, Brian, let's get can, to I, can I jump in and mention something about our friends at Woods to Wedges? Um, yeah, let's go for it. Difficult time 
uh, for retailers right now, but they are offering curbside service. So as we're starting to play golf again here and, you know, you maybe you got fitted or you know your specs or you, you need a club repair or whatever, they are offering curbside service at Woods to Wedges inside the Worldly Golf Dome. So give them a call. Um, Donna, Kevin, the staff over there, they will take care of you curbside at Woods to Wedges, which I think is great. And listen, with all the online shopping, they've supported this show for years and years, and they are the best. And, you know, maybe you can't get in for a fitting right now, but you know you want that new driver, please buy it from Woods to Wedges. Our, our friends over there uh, support them, that local business. They've done a lot for the golf community, uh, club repair, whatever. Please support uh, Woods to Wedges. Yep, well said. Woods to Wedges, Buffalo.com is the website if you want to uh, get some more information there. Let's go to our Ryder Cup report next, brought to you by New Era Cap, the official cap of Team USA. And Rory McIlroy, who we, we've talked about for weeks, he's very vocal, seems to be a, a big spokesperson now amongst the PGA Tour players. He's now joined a group of growing players, but he went on the record to say that the Ryder Cup should be postponed to 2021 uh, rather than playing it with no fans uh, in the present situation due to the coronavirus pandemic. Um, Patrick Harrington, who's the Team Europe captain, says uh, the common consensus now is that the event will likely be held without fans. Uh, McElroy said a Ryder Cup without fans is not a Ryder Cup. So, Jeff, what do you think? Uh, would, you know, you, I, I, would you play I, it without I, fans on time, or would you move it? Yeah, I, I, I think I agree with Rory. I think, you know, part of it is the chanting on the first tee as a player. I can't imagine my heart beating faster over a tee shot than if I was representing my country in the Ryder Cup with European flags and people chanting ole ole behind me and everything else, and, and the excitement when you make a putt or when you go up on the match. To me, that's what makes the Ryder Cup exciting. And to try to squeeze it in because you can or because of what's going on, I'd, I'd almost rather wait to have them wait a year and, then, and, and get the fans in there so it does have that drama, that excitement, that intensity without the people screaming. You know, it's just a match. Four guys, you can see a regular tour event. That, you know, that I understand. But when you're playing for your country and, you're, you know, and the Ryder Cup's history, it'd be hard for me to – to watch it and it'd be cool, you know, it'd be great to watch some golf, but I, it, it certainly wouldn't be the same. If it were my decision, I'd wait a year, let everything kind of, you know, get back to normal and then run the Ryder cup and, and have the fans there and have that excitement and have that pressure cooker and that intensity that we love to watch on TV. Yeah. The Ryder cup first hole, I mean, is in, an incredible oh. scene and the reaction of the players, how they feed off the crowd. I mean, it's, it's, it's the one event where you hear boos and you hear the chants and it's, um, you know, fans aren't genuinely there to root against someone, but in the Ryder cup, you, they definitely are showing who, what side they're on. And I'm not saying you can't play it, but boy, it would definitely sound and look different. And the other golf tournaments, I feel like maybe, yes, it'll be less exciting, but I feel like it'll still feel more like a golf event. Whereas this will just, I was I was watching PTI yesterday, and I agree with the guys. They're like, this will it'll feel just like an exhibition without without any reaction by anybody there. Well, here, while I agree with Rory and everybody that yeah, without the uh, the fans, the reaction of the fans, the energy that it feeds off to yeah. But here's the issue: 
you you know, 2021 is a President's Cup year. Team USA is not going to play two events. They're not going to do two, two events in a year. And, you know, you have – especially with, with what the momentum we had from the President's Cup that was just played in Australia, uh, where it was great. great. Yeah. yeah, so, um, you know, if they don't play it this year, we're waiting until 2022. Uh, to do so, in my opinion, because um, it's not fair to the international team to say, hey, we're going to push you off two years because of the, the Ryder Cup. Um, and I don't see the PGA Tour moving that either. So I, I, either you're going to play it this year without fans, or I think it's not going to be played till 2022. See, the PGA of America owns the Ryder Cup, and the PGA right. Tour owns the, um, the, the President's Cup. So, but the PGA, that's a huge budget function for our organization I, I agree with you it'd be tough to squeeze two events in there um you know and, it, and maybe you have to take your licks and they may have insurance for that um but I, I don't think it'd be quite the event and then it's another two years before you have the event so I agree with the players and part of the fun being a player is playing in that situation you know what I mean that's that's what would make the Ryder Cup fun if you're playing in the Ryder Cup after you played six weeks in a row or something like that, and there's no fans there, I think as a player, it would lose some of its, it's fun. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't know. It's, it's a tough situation, but you, they just may have to play it without fans. You're right, Kevin, the logistics of the calendar be like, guys, look, this is what we're dealing with. We either play without fans or we don't play it at all. And I'm sure that, as you said, the PGA of America at the very least would like it on television and like the event to occur. So uh, we'll see how that plays out. Uh, to our Champions Tour report next year, brought to you by Donald Ross, the official clothing provider here on Tee to Green. Uh, still no schedule announcement yet. Um, will maybe some of these senior Champions Tour players, Kev, decide to play some of these Champions Tour events? I'm sure some of these guys that are at the top of their game, including you know guys like Bernhard Longer and Couples, and uh, some of these guys, you know, some of these guys that we know are like legit players on their Champions Tour report. Maybe we'll see them in some of the PGA Tour events in June and July. Well, I think you'll see uh, Steve Stricker. Um, he, he already does compete in some PGA Tour events. Uh, he played at the Arnold Palmer Invitational, uh, as a matter of fact. Um, Davis Love III, uh, you know, he, he'll play in PGA Tour events. Uh, Maybe BJ Singh. BJ yeah. Singh's uh, been doing so. I don't think you'll see Langer. You know, I saw him a couple years ago at the Players' Championship. Um, you know, he's in his sixties, right? I, I don't, uh, I don't see that, but, uh, the players into the mid fifties that can, you know, still hit it. I, I, I think you'll see them play some PJ tour events. Although, uh, let's remember, uh, it's all about status sometimes, and you're going to have more players like, uh, they fill holes, um, unless they're invited, uh, sponsors exemption, whatever. And so I, I think you're going to see more players. Uh, compete and there may not be room for these guys uh, given there's certain levels of status on the PGA tour. So there may not be slots for them to play. Yeah. Want to finish here before we go to break um, the sports world this week was buzzing about ESPN showing of the last dance with the Chicago bulls. And one of the scenes that a lot of athletes have been commenting on, on was Michael Jordan golfing with Danny Ainge in between game one and game two of the, of the uh, first round series between the Bulls and the Celtics in, in uh, one of the playoffs in one of uh, Jordan's early years. And part of it was the gamesmanship uh, that they had said of, you know, Jordan on the day off in between game one and game two, golfing with an opponent uh, from the Celtics and then telling Ainge when they left the course, the story goes, 
hey, tell your buddy DJ, and he's referring to Dennis Johnson, the great guard for the Celtics, who, by the way, was one of the best defenders in the NBA. Um, I got something special coming for him. And Jordan, the next day, ends up dropping 63, and Larry Bird in the episode says, yeah, you know, compared Jordan to God, essentially, uh, in that episode. And a lot of athletes have been chiming in about whether Jordan should have been, quote, fraternizing with the Celtics player on the course. Uh, but a lot of the Bulls players reacting to it said, well, that was all part of Jordan's mind games. Well, it was an off day. Jordan played a lot of golf. He was getting in Ainge's head and also getting into DJ's head. Uh, Kevin, in, in Twitter and social media there today, uh, I'm sure that fans would be lighting him up for this, but Jordan's still working his magic even on his off day, huh? Yeah, he, you know, <laughs> he's, listen, he's the best, the greatest of all time, might be the greatest athlete of all time, uh, Michael Jordan. My favorite story is the Roenick story. Uh, with Jordan where they went out. They are both playing in Chicago at the time, Roenick with the, with the um, Blackhawks. They went out and played golf. They played 18. Roenick beat him, and Jordan goes, no, uh, we're going to play another 18. They played – and jo- they had a game that night, and they're rifling beers down, right? Uh, hopefully Michael Ultras. But anyway, uh, rifling beers down, and Roenick tells Jordan at the end, hey, I just bet against you tonight uh, because of all the beers you drank. He goes, oh, yeah. I'm going to drop 40 tonight. And he went out and did it. Ronick said it was the greatest performance he's ever seen. <laughs> and it's different now because players, I used to play, I remember play, I used to play a lot with Dale Howardchuck. And we play on game days all the time. And I'd be playing with all the, and it was not a big deal. And I, I had a beer with Jack Eichel a couple last year. And I asked him, you ever play golf on game days? Never. No, they wouldn't even think of it. They'd laugh at you. You know, they, it's just a different time too. So players are a lot more serious, I think, now than, uh, than they ever were before. And let's remember, too, it's harder to get away with. You can go to a golf course and play back in the 80s and hide. Now, if Jack Eichel's on a golf course somewhere, someone, yep, Kevin's showing the, uh, the phone to oh, us yeah. here. Yeah. Uh, people are taking pictures or videos, and suddenly, suddenly it's, is he committed to the organization? You know, right. like, which, you know, so. Which, well, he was tired from walking 18, and he, he couldn't back check that last period that's right yeah. yeah absolutely all right we're going to take a time out here on t to green brian colziel kevin sylvester pga pro jeff Metis. uh when we come back my conversation with ryan hasenauer the uh, marketing director from batavia downs gaming he uh and batavia downs sponsor our majors contest so we'll talk about the information on how we're going to have that contest later in the year and also some information on horse racing that's going on if you want to get in on some action uh, through Batavia Bets. And then uh, when the three of us are back together in our third segment, we'll get our Western New York PGA Tip of the Week. Thanks for being with us. Hope everybody's staying safe. Uh, we'll take a time out. More Tea to Green coming up right after this on WGR.